You're listening to Season 4 of Views from the Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. We are a part of the Beautiful Game Network. For soccer podcasts, writing, and any other content, visit bgn.fm. Let's get right to it. Do we want to be a good team, or do we want to be f***ing great? Hiya, welcome to Views from the Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. Uh, Views from the Bridge, it's like a bridged lineup this week. Uh, I'm here, your host, Mathematical Brittany, most of the time anyway. Uh, Eva Valala, good to see you, good to be seen. Joined by uh, just one of us this week. Um, Chuck Booth is literally on assignment, and then Paul Cushino is graduating. So those are two vaguely more important things than talking into a microphone for 30 minutes. Um, joined by uh, Justin Ashcraft, who was very happy for one of his teams in the Open Cup, uh, I guess two days ago by the time you listen to this, but not so happy for the Philadelphia Union, but we'll talk about that. Justin, how's it going? Yeah, good. Uh, it was fun watching uh, the Riverhounds knock off New England last night. Yeah. Um, you know, a uh, a uh, tasty coaching matchup of Bob Lilly. <laughs> yeah, weird. There between two guys that have been doing this forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it would be it would be Bruce Arena to um, lose to a team he definitely should have beat. Uh, yeah. I, did they uh, non-union talk? Did did the Revs play like their first team? Uh, no. I mean, okay. they played a they played a very B lineup, uh, and then I mean, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, they're but their top end came in in the second half. Uh, okay. Pretty, um, I mean, the 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 Riverhounds were pretty pinned in in the second half, but they, uh, as they, they are wont to it. do, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they dealt with it fairly well, and yeah. the balls into the box by New England like just didn't have any <laughs> any potency to them at all. Uh, and then I thought what the Hounds did really well last night that I think a lot of lower league teams against higher league teams don't do well is just possession on second balls. And so there's a lot of times where, mm. you know, the ball the ball would fall to somebody and they would want to play quick on the, you know, a lot of times you see lower league teams trying to play quick on the counter and yes. all that kind of stuff. And the River Hounds would just make the extra pass and, and right. slow the game down and all that kind of stuff. But that's... That's Bob Lilly for you, and yeah. uh, probably on the other side of it is Bruce Arena for you. So yeah, yeah, uh, a, a quick detour for an intro to to Lilly Ball, as it's been lovingly referred to many, many times by many, many people. Um, Absolutely. I guess Union World will will back up. It's a really yeah. disgusting one nil win against Red Bull. Talk about like the like the least entertaining one nil. Yeah, win. honestly. But between, it wasn't stressful at all. Well, <laughs> like, and between two teams that, like, you, you know, like, you you become so intertwined, like, stop me if you've heard this before, broken record, but very similar organizational structures for a long time and, and similar philosophies and this, that, and the third. And uh, then you get that. And I think everyone that played in that game even was like, this was bad soccer. Which is refreshing to hear, honestly. When when the coach of the winning team is like, "Yeah, we, we won," like that's good. <laughs> that's when you know you like wasted some time. Yeah, and I don't. Um, I mean, 
and it as as the union are are want to do lately they got the you know they got the opposing team coaches fired um yes. well that was, uh, that was coming, yeah that was coming coming for a long time i'm not uh, sure that was uh any the union were the final nail in the coffin on that one but yes. um it was not uh it was not a pretty game by any stretch of the imagination it was no. not a uh, soccer game than anybody thought. Oh, that was entertaining and fun to watch, but not um, one that if you missed it, you need to go back. You know, like that's no, one no, no, you no, can no. just kind of leave in the Apple TV MLS Live archive and just sort of go, I'm I'm okay. You know, yeah, credit to yeah. credit to the intern at MLS that had to put that highlight package together because mm. it it could have been ten seconds. Hey, uh, Gazdog scored. So uh... literally, just like bl- like white text on black screen, like Daniel Gazdog scored a penalty, and then that's it. You know, do the do the MLS outro and and then like wink a, a video that they posted of like a better game, and then and then that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. On the other hand, on the other hand, though, the union needed three points and got it. So um, yes, I'm not going to necessarily complain about the fact that. Um, the union got three points because when it comes to the MLS standings, uh, the union needed, um, Actually, like in your conference, all that fun stuff. Yeah. It's, it's good to, to get those wins when you can get them. Uh, and then I guess we do have, uh, there will be some complaining. I'm sure for both of us here about the open cup, uh, madness. Actually, you know what? An entertaining game to make up for the Red Bull win for sure. Yes. But, uh, Kai Wagner yes. cannot bail the union out three times and they fall in penalties uh five to six uh for a final score of three to two uh and the union are bounced out of open cup which i will defer to you as far as where we want to start with talking about this yeah i mean i think probably the probably the best place to start to talk about it is the first 70 minutes of the game like again if you want to talk about boring soccer from two teams that probably could play better soccer. Um, yeah. It was not, it was not especially pretty. No, it was very um like game that you would kind of fall asleep to in the yeah. first, in the first 60 minutes or so. And then it got really wild. Um, some nonsense, uh, a yellow card for simulation, a late second goal for Minnesota after Boris um, went down with an injury, but off the field. So you play on, uh, which was almost refreshing to see because a lot of times that doesn't actually happen. Uh, Minnesota capitalized, Kai Wagner with a wonder goal. Um, then you go into extra time. Minnesota score again. Yep. Uh, I go, well, that's probably over. Um, Kai Wagner scores again, uh, at the death again, and then you go to penalties, and I went, you know, I thought Matt Real had a pretty good game. I thought he did too. I don't think Matt Real should be your third penalty kick taker. I love Matt. No, Matt Real should not. No. No. I really like a stand up before I'll say it. There it is again. But like, I am very glad that Chris Donovan got a goal. I think I will give him a little bit longer of a leash now because he got a goal and we know strikers are finicky and, and very odd people and, and a little bit of momentum and a bit of a nudge and putting the ball in the back of that, any competition can sort of awaken something. 
but when you go to pick your five guys, and I know the union have always had kind of a, well, the kids wanted it, so the kids took it, but, like, Matt Real should not be your third penalty taker. No. And he was. Um, and yeah, it was not a good yeah. penalty. Honestly, I mean, based, as a whole, bad penalties. Based on the two guys who missed the penalties, I would have been yes. okay if they had been flipped. If Wagner had taken the third one and gotten saved, and then Real took the eighth one and gotten saved. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I mean, you're not... Wagner is Wagner, and, yes. and probably well, is okay in that top five takers, but like... And shouldn't um, really be sitting on a hat trick anyway, because your uh, right. fullback should not be your biggest attacking threat of the night, but I digress. Yeah, I mean... It's it's the thing that the union seem to get into is like in your cup competitions. Yes, you can't be relying on your defenders to score braces. Right. Like, I, I, I guess you in are the now. Final against LAFC, you're not expecting Jack Elliott to put it in the back of the net twice, often right. betters on corners, which he never does any other time of the year. Yes. And then in this game, like you can't expect, oh, Kai Wagner is going to score a a worldie on the back post, and then. A few minutes later, uh, bend a free kick around. Yeah, the, what's around another the wall one? To score. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, that's not gonna happen. So I think, I mean, to me, like starting in in regular time, I mean, it's 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 weird. Anytime Blake gives up three goals, yeah, a little um, bit. But it feels like, <laughs> and I say this with a lot of caution and a lot of. Um, a lot of like respect to the performances in the past. Yeah. It feels like there needs to be a discussion of who the starting center backs are on this team. Yeah. Well, cause Damien Lowe, I feel like every time he plays, we're always just like, that guy's very good. Yes. I, cause I thought he put in it. pretty good shifts too. I would caveat it with that. I think he's better in a cup competition. Apparently he is better in... Him and Pereira are, like, very good cup guys. I think he... um, I think he's a little physical for normal MLS play. But I think in a cup competition, I mean, refs are going to let things go further. And they're going to let things play out and everything else. So he can kind of get away with some of the stuff he gets got away with even last night he got away with some of the stuff he got away yeah. with but yeah. um in MLS play he's not gonna get away with that. So I, I, I would caveat that but but yes I agree with you. Damian Lowe has been fantastic this season and I'm well, not sure and- that Glesnez and Elliot are playing and maybe Elliot more specifically are playing yeah. to the level of which they've played in the last two years. Well, and and what strikes me too is that every time I see Pereira play, I I'm just like that guy should get more minutes in MLS. Yeah, because he's always you know he's he's got that spark. He's he's lively. He's decently creative. Like he he doesn't do the flashy old senior bullshit that um, Torres does, which is fine. But, like, he's, at least to me, I'm, I'm sure I'll get dragged for this later by 18 people, but, like, he seems to be a net positive when he's on the field. 
Yeah, I agree. I think he puts more pressure on teams than yes. than a Bedoya does. At this well, time. yeah, yeah. Um, and like the biggest point I wanted to make, I guess, coming out of the last two games and going into this week, because I, I think it is easy to kind of be really frustrated right now because it's not been convincing. Even though you've kind of gotten the points that you need for being in, in this part of the season. Um, I'm glad Chris Donovan got a goal because I, I don't know. Now there's even less of an excuse, right? Because before we, we kind of like hid behind, he's doing everything right except for this. And now it's, he has the goal. And he knows what that feels like. And thank God he scored against Minneapolis United. Sure. Whatever that is. Minnesota United. I was looking at the the Minneapolis City SC uh, sticker on my my computer. Um, He scored against Minnesota United, like, which is an MLS team. Like he didn't score against, you know, uh, uh, insert name of USL League one team. You know, like it was against MLS competition against their number one keeper. And now they can move forward. And I think the other thing I, I the other two things that I've kind of held on to in the last couple of days is there's still a summer window. Thank God. And I always, whenever I'm like, ah, oh, the team's not really playing that well. I just think of when Portland won their MLS Cup, where they were generally okay enough, I guess, and they made it into the playoffs. Or well. The last month or two of that regular season, they were like white, like white hot, and then they just kind of carried that momentum, and then they won MLS Cup. Um, and it looks like at least before the summer window, before you kind of get some reinforcements, because I'm assuming that everyone else feels the same way about like, yeah, like you know, Pierre and and Donovan are going to be there, but they're not quite there yet. So we need a forward. But before the summer window and everything like that, I'm just kind of hoping, like, all right, like, the team just needs to get hot in, like, July and then just go. Um, Because I think it is really easy to be frustrated with the team right now, and you can also talk about it from the human aspect of, like, life gets harder when the thing – we've talked about this before, I think – life gets harder – when the thing you use to escape your monotonous or not good career or life or whatever is bad. <laughs> and um, I think it's easy to fall into that trap and, and not look at it vaguely analytically of going, there's still a summer window. There's still plenty of time in the regular season. More teams get into the playoffs. There's this whole league's cup thing that we don't really know about. But if you win that, that probably feels good, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of on the opposite. Like I there was there was a part of me that when Wagner's PK got saved last night, I actually in in some ways felt a little bit of relief. Like okay, we're not going to have to play three midweek games in a row. Yeah. <laughs> like it, we're not yeah. we're not going to have to continue this competition. We're not going to have to like whatever. I understand the re- effect of silver. I understand you win the trophy Everybody goes, oh, my gosh, you won a trophy. This is amazing. Let's go. Let's, you know, and it brings the fans and blah, blah, blah. I totally, I totally get that. I think, I think this team, um, this team is, 
has had the pressure on at the beginning of the season, especially from the fans who have been around and who were around last year and saw how good they've been over the last two to three years and how much they've improved over the last two to three years. We look at the beginning of this season and, and the problem is like you're saying, we look at it in kind of isolated chunks of like, look, the beginning of the season we've sucked and it's been terrible. And it's like, okay, but we've played more games than any other MLS team uh, to this point in the season. We have, um, we have, played more midweek games than anybody else has at this point in the season. Our starting keeper was down for five or six games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kai, our, our best uh, creative player and assist maker uh, was down for uh, several games. Um, and you're even at this point, you're about to go a month or whatever without your three kids who seem to be good. Um, and yeah. so I think it like, you can't look at this season and you can't look at the beginning of this season in this isolated chunk of like, oh, they've sucked. And so they're going to suck the whole season. It's like, yeah. well, now, you know, you get towards the end of the summer, you're going to start hitting teams that are still playing an open cup that are still, you know, and yeah. you now are going to have the advantage because you didn't have the midweek game that everybody else had. Yeah. And so I think you have to, uh, I, it, there has to be some perspective on what has happened so far this season and what is still to come in this season uh, before we feel all the emotions about like, oh, this sucks. The union were knocked out again. Right, right. Um, and so it's like, what is the perspective well, that and the rest of the season brings? Like, I felt that release too. Because I went, well, now you have two competitions and like that's it. And no one really knows what the what the League's Cup is gonna feel like as far as so we play Tijuana and and it'll be funny to see how the League of MX teams feel about this competition as far as are they playing basically their first team or are they kind of you know one and a half in or, or, or whatever you know are we getting the three digit academy kids from from Tijuana like what's what's happening with that and I'm adjusting to that a little bit and you know not having any of the distractions of open cup you you have your there is two paths to, to hardware this season well yeah, it's still two. It's MLS. I don't think Supporter Shield is on on the on the table, but who knows? MLS Cup final, which you you've proven that you can get there. Um, the Leeds Cup, and um, yeah, it's a weird tournament. We don't really know what it's going to look like, how it's going to go, this, that, and the third, all that fun stuff. But being the first team to win a thing is kind of cool, right? Like, I don't know, and. The pressure of that <laughs> is low because nobody knows wanna... what it is. Nobody knows what it is, right? And then the also the first game in that tournament is happening the same day that Brighton and Chelsea play at Lincoln Financial Field. Oh, Where Christ, do you think right. 90% of the soccer fans of the city are going to be? Chelsea. Oh, well, right. They're going to be at Lincoln Financial Field. So I, I think it's man. That's a that's a, a, a summer of just uncertainty as far as is there a market for this. Right. So I think it's like hard to, I think it's hard to know. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to know exactly. And I think, but that tournament's going to feel very different 
then a yeah. quote-unquote pressures on Open Cup. I don't know that the Minnesota yeah. United fans last night felt any pressure on the Open Cup because there was only 12 of them there. What um, was that? I, like, and, no. and uh, yeah. why don't you sell the side of the stadium where all the cameras are? That has been my showing. biggest problem. Like, And it's it's funny to me, like being a uber nerd wrestling fan. I'm sorry, everybody. But like the way you make something feel full is to put things where the camera is going to be like every stadium has the same to use the term here. Hard cam, which is to say the broadcast camera is it is at the same spot, basically, for every team in every league in the United States, for the most part. Why in the world? And I get it because the Wonder Wall's over there and we have the Sons of Ben and that whole thing and you want fans behind the goal, I guess, for the atmosphere. But, like, for the love of God, and, and like, at least Allianz Arena in, in Minnesota has a neat little wing design in the seats that were very empty, so I got to look at it, which was very nice. But, like, it just feels like such a, a Mickey Mouse... B tier operation, and I guess someone's going to catch a stray because the big Twitter account, the cup.us or whatever, that dude has just decided he's going to be handbags and, and staff back on everybody for no fucking reason this year. And I hate it, but it's just there's like two things that you can do to make this competition feel like a bigger deal than it is. And one, it's education without blowing up at people that are like, why is this a thing? And then B, for fuck's sake, just put all the people in your supporters group, go, you can bring your drums and flags and shit. We don't care. No one's here. Just put them in the center of the field and make it at least sometimes look like it's kind of full. Yeah. And what's frustrating about it for me is like, aside from that, like aside from the fact that they were because I'm not sure that Philly would have been any fuller last night had you played the game in Philadelphia. Yeah. But the point to the 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 frustration that I have going yes. back to my earlier story about the Riverhounds, the Riverhounds freaking knocked off an MLS team in a NFL sized stadium. Oh, yes, American with football stadium. There and like no energy to the it felt like a preseason friendly well i was gonna say it pretty well could have been like a blacked out preseason friendly where you just get twitter updates right like it's not that's not cool for anybody and i and i'm watching it on the u.s soccer youtube page youtube channel and then oh that game ends and i flip over to the bleacher report football youtube channel to watch the union play Minnesota. Like it is it right. is infuriating to me. Why why also why the River Hounds, like this is why this is the conversation I was having with my wife last night. Why the River Hounds had to skip over Columbus, Cincinnati, Chicago to like if yeah. you're going west. If right. you're going east, you're skipping over Philadelphia, New All York, right. New York, DC United, Loud United. Play well, I don't want to play another USL team. Whatever. I, it's, 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 they're going, you're skipping over DC United, Philadelphia, New York, and New York to go play New England. Like, right, right. So there's seven MLS teams that are closer yes. in proximity to your stadium, and you're well, skipping over all seven of those to go play New England. 
And, well, and like I don't want to be like NFL they should just be like like screw it. It's not random. We're just going to tell you who you're playing, and it makes sense because this is that. But like Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Yes, that would have been a huge money maker. You, on you could, I mean, I don't even know. I like like the River Hounds would have sold out that game like two minutes. The Union would have given it for free to season ticket holders next year. But like, <laughs> at least you have a draw there. Of again in a very pro wrestling kind of way of like oh it's a battle you know the key battle for the Keystone State it's like oh yeah cool like I'll get up for that like you know these hockey teams hate each other and the football teams are kind of rivals like here's the soccer version of that it's like great thank you you know like I don't know and I also but I'm also a hundred percent convinced that the Steel Army would have brought a huge bus out to Philadelphia right, if like, it had been played in Philadelphia. Uh, and you could have put the Steel Army on one end of the field. You could have put the River End on the other end of the field. And it would have been great. It would have been awesome. Right, it would have been right. fun. You would have at least got some kind of atmosphere. And it just it, it just but wasn't no. there. And it wasn't really no. there for the Minnesota-Philly game. I mean, I, like the Wonderwall, to their credit, like I, I already got a look, whatever. But like to their credit, like they were loud. But like you having your supporter section be filled, right? And like them being vocal and, and very impactful, it feels like you're piping in crowd boys when the rest of your fucking 30,000 beautiful stadium is just empty. Yeah, it makes no sense. That, that made no sense. Those two or games, least, like all the, other ta- all the other games, like don't make sense. Right. And I know that freaking. Was it LAFC was complaining about going yes. 300 miles down to Monterey to Bay Monterey, to play yeah, that yeah, yeah. game? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, the freaking Union had to go halfway across the country to play Minnesota United. Well, and, and the like, Riverhounds had to go all the way to New England to play New Like, this is not 312 miles. Sorry, And the friends. fun double standard of that, too, is the amount of amateur teams that are just like, well, we can't make that game. So, like, they win, I guess, by forfeit is yeah. hilarious. Yes. Um, it's dumb. This yeah. is a dumb, dumb scenario. And the it's year, a dumb like, tournament, and we're never going to win it. We had so many chances, so just death to the Open Cup. I hate Lamar Hunt. Not really. It's not that. But anyway. I mean, I think to, to the Union's credit at this point yes. in time, when the first team players came into the game in the in the late second half in, in, yes. in extra time, the Union looked much more potent than what they had the rest of the game. Yes. So I do like that going for that gives me hope for this weekend. Uh, There's a and, springboard, and right? Next yeah. week. That, yeah. Oh, this first team might actually be able to score some goals and might actually be able to put right. the ball in the back of the net. And hopefully um, it's like Kai yes. Wagner. But, are there know. are there needs? Absolutely. You you said it earlier. Like we need a we need a forward yep. um on this team. Like we might need a center back. We might need uh a midfielder was... or two, but like it's, it's um, it 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 the the performance at the end of the game gave me hope that there is, there is a team within this team who is yep. willing to go out on an MLS field and get three points. Yeah, and they have plenty of time in the yes. larger MLS season scope to do that, and. At least the majority of the signs that we have point to them doing that. Yeah. And I think you have to be careful, too. Like, you know, there's part of me that's like, well, why didn't you just stick that lineup out or some of that lineup out from the beginning right. of the game? Right. And try to 
punch Minnesota in the mouth a little bit and maybe yeah. win the game in the first 20 minutes. But also, like, you – like, this team is tired. <laughs> like, Well, you've had so many injuries already this year, too. Right. I think that's the other tricky part. Like, you generally, over the course of your entire lifespan of having Andre Blake, et cetera, et cetera, and he apparently has, like, Wolverine-esque recovery time. Um, but you've generally been pretty good credit to the, to the training staff with injuries and, and recovery and all that stuff. So like, you don't want to risk it, especially now that this year it's like, all right, like Trey's been out, Kai's been out, whatever. Um, now that you're not playing as many tournaments, literally, you're not playing as many midweek games. Literally, you don't have that many midweek games left, literally, cause you got them all out of the way, you know? hopefully it gets better if we're still having this conversation in like the middle end of june i'm very unhappy um yeah 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 yeah, for sure but for now the middle end of may which i guess a month before me arbitrarily setting that date i'm still like yeah it's fine like if you get you know two wins out of your next three i think everyone's like all right cool yeah, I mean, I think the reality is we played 11 games, which or we played 10 games. Uh, yeah. So we still have a game in hand on, you know, half. <laughs> which is amazing. Um, five out of, we still have a game in hand out of five of the six teams in front of us. Right. Uh, and the team that we don't have a game in hand on, we're tied on points with. So, um, you know, I think it's the, the it, at this point, the union can still quickly move up the table with a couple good results um and so i'm not sure you uh, yeah there's no consternation there should not be any consternation right now of like what is this team gonna do where are we going where are we going and like all this kind of stuff i mean and and even looking at the table you're 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 not the red bulls with just nine points you're not and a fired coach and a whole scandal you're not chicago with seemingly no game plan you're not toronto yeah. with a bunch of italians who can't seem to put it together right so like i don't think you you're not you the know. ghost of atlanta united yeah so i think it's yeah you know going forward i mean i think the last couple of weeks have given me hope that you know i i think even the game against new york it yeah it wasn't pretty but we worked it out we got three points we got out of there yeah. you know and i i think like you at the end of the day, like that's what you need teams to do and you have to yep. get results on the road and we got a result on the road. And, and I think like, we just have to continue uh, to do that and continue to grind out results and, and all of that. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super concerned about this team at the moment. If the run of rough results continues and uh, all of that, and you've got another, I, I think what worries me about this weekend at least is now you've got another cross country trip yeah, uh, going to going to Colorado, and then you got to come right. all the way back and play DC United at home. But right, right, um, right. If you you know if you get a couple points here and there, you're going to continue to move up the table. Colorado's not good, by the way. Um, I, so yeah, I, they're they're not as bad, which is weird after Jack Price goes down again with another injury. Uh, I, I think I lamented that the last time I was here, but like, yes, feel terrible for that guy. 
Um, they're not as bad as you would think they would be with him out. They've been playing okay soccer. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've been playing okay. I'm just not sure like they're, they're as good as the Union are. When the no, Union no, 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 no. They're, they're, like, they're a nice little challenge, and then I think DC is a nice little challenge because uh, they're kind of figuring out Benteke. It just that like you are the most physical man this league has ever seen. Like you're Fernando Adi on steroids on steroids. Um, we should just get you the ball and let you like throw guys around and do big boy shit and score goals. Uh, but I don't think they're quite there yet. And then you get Bruce Arena, I think, after that, uh, which is yep. to say the New England Revolution. And like that's always gross and awful. So I'm so glad I'll be there for that. Uh, good job, self. And you just gotta keep getting points. That's the thing. Yes. Just keep getting yeah. points. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is. It's yeah. What one, one against Colorado suits me. Three's great. And then uh, you know, beat DC and beat New England. We're we're fine. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. There it is. Uh, I think we're good. This there has been. Is. Yeah. Solid thirty minutes. Uh, any other thoughts, Justin? I think we're we're good. All right, cool. At the FTB pod, no, I, don't most, think so. I mean, we, All right. we talked about a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think we covered it. Uh, a lot of a lot of good health talk today. Uh, <laughs> try to, I don't even know. Uh, I don't have like a bit at the end of this. I think we're just good. I think we're good. Yeah. So at. You have just listened to an episode of Season 4 of Views from the Bridge. You can find us all over the internet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at VFTBPod. Thanks to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We're also sponsored by Robbie over at Icarus FC. Icarus will make the custom kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Get started at IcarusFC.com. Do you enjoy the show and want to support us? There are two ways. You can head to Design Tree at dsgntree.com slash vftb for all of our latest merch. Or you can just buy us a coffee or be 